This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. It is my pleasure to introduce the speakers who will make welcome remarks and convene our afternoon sessions. Remedio Remedio Gomez Arnau is the Mexico Consul General in San Diego. She has served as Consul General for 13 years, six of which in San Diego. Previously, she was Academic Secretary and Associate Researcher at the Center for Research on North America at UNAM, where her research interests included the Mexico-U.S. bilateral relationship. William Ostick is the U.S. Consul General in Tijuana. A career foreign service officer at the U.S. Department of State, Ostick holds jurisdiction over the Baja California Peninsula. Prior to his assignment, he served as director of the Office of Brazilian and Southern Cone Affairs for the Bureau of Western Hemisphere Affairs. We welcome Consul Generals Gomez and Consul General Ostick. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Buenas tardes. Um, first of all, thank you for inviting me to participate in this conference. And I want to congratulate the Center for U.S.-Mexico Studies for convening all the people that have come, comes here. I think it's very useful, mainly uh, for uh, the people living at the border region. Um, I cannot help uh, make some comments about uh, the panel. I couldn't be in the very early panel, but the, the previous panel. I think that uh, was quite balanced because it's important that we always um, have the whole picture and all the challenges that are uh, several, but it's not only for Mexico, but for many countries, including the United States. So it's important to keep the whole picture of what's happening and not defining a country, a society, or a community only for one issue, for one area, or for one segment. So I think the, the previous panel made it uh, very good. So I congratulate the organizers for, for having that panel. And as to the Mexico moving forward, um, well, that's part of Mexico. I mean, we cannot erase our history and our culture, but it's important also to incorporate the new uh, symbols of what is Mexico moving forward. And yes, I think Mexico is moving forward. Not all the sectors at the same pace, but definitely uh, Mexico is moving forward. Well, having said so, um, I've already taken my <laughs> minutes. I will only want to make three comments. Um, Whatever you say in this uh, conference, I think has a direct impact in what families or corporations uh, decide or expect um, here because we are the border region. We just need to take into consideration uh, the interconnections that already exist here and that Denise Moreno was reminding us early in the morning. And just um, remind you that in San Diego County, a third of the population, that is more than 3 million, it's of Mexican descent. That, that, that means that uh, there's a lot of impact of whatever happens in Mexico here in San Diego. At the same time, in the state of Baja, there's a sizable amount of American citizens living there. Um, and both uh, the Mexicans living here and Americans living there more and more are getting the dual citizenship. So that, I think that's a very important um, issue that we need to follow into the future because I'm convinced that the future will bring more and more dual nationality people and that will bring different impacts for both countries. And, um, well, um, 
that that makes uh, also aware us that uh, the people living in Mexico have impacts for the culture, politics, economies, not only of the United States, but also of Mexico. And um, just think that 10% of the Mexican population lives in the United States. More than 11 million uh, people living in Mexico are Mexicans, and 33 are of Mexican descent, and uh, those 11 million are in, uh, inside those 33 million. Um, that's important because uh, we cannot explain really what is happening in Mexico without taking into consideration all the network of relationships with the United States and with the Mexican communities living in, in the United States and also the American communities that estimate that is one million American citizens living in, in Mexico in different parts of Mexico, mainly in the Baja Peninsula. Um, so um, that's also an issue that I would like that probably in the future could be incorporated into the analysis. Uh, because the Mexican uh, Mexicans living here, they contribute good remittances to Mexico that are annually in the round of uh, 20 billion dollars, and uh, also they contribute to the economy of the United States because 77 percent of the Mexicans living here they participate in the labor force of the United States, and that means that they are producing manufactured services and uh, agricultural products. And also that means that if they are making uh, their money here, they're also participating in the $1 trillion Hispanic buying power of which Mexicans are a great part. And my third comment uh, would refer also to the, um, if we take into consideration the Mexican communities living here in the United States, we need uh, to take a look also to what the Mexican government policy, policies are towards the Mexican communities here. And uh, we are trying through the largest network, I think, that uh, one country has in another country. Mexico has 50 consulates in the United States. Doesn't mean that we have one consulate in each state, but we have, I think, the largest network of consulates that any country has in another so through those uh, consulates, we offer many services to the Mexican communities that try to tackle uh, some of the deficiencies that uh, they are showing. For example, we know that 55% of Mexicans living in the United States do not have health coverage. For uh, many years, we've been offering, and that started here in San Diego, a window of health, trying to tackle that problem. And uh, we provide them uh, free screenings, of uh, referrals to community health centers, et cetera. And also we are tra trying to tackle the problem of education. We want to increase the level of education. That's good for the hosting society and also for Mexico whenever they decide to go back to Mexico. And thanks to the free programs of the National Institute of Education, we are providing them uh, the opportunity of finishing their um, elementary and their secondary. And also we offer them for free uh, to have their high school and even their um, college um, studies, their undergraduate degrees. Uh, so that's part of what we're trying to do to elevate the quality of life of the Mexicans living in the United States. And we know also that like 6% of the people of the Mexicans living here have college uh, degree and that we have here 
10% of the PhDs that Mexico has, we have around 30,000, here in the United States all over, live like 10,000 PhDs. We are trying to take advantage of that and trying to connect them with the rest of the Mexican community and also with Mexico in order to help elevate uh, our communities and also to uh, forge um, binational projects that could help uh, better develop some regions in Mexico. And that exactly is happening here in the San Diego Baja region. Well, thank you very much. And I will pass the microphone to my colleague, William Astic. Thank you. Thank you, Remedios. And thank you to Melissa and the, and the Institute for uh, inviting me to participate today. Um, in my very short uh, three months uh, in the U.S. consulate in Tijuana, I've already um, come to see and, and been very impressed with the uh, connection between the, the Calibaja region, the San Diego, Tijuana uh, corridor, and the, and the incredible connections that we have in the region. And at, at, in the consulate, that's a lot of what our job is, is to, to build connections on both sides of the border, um, to, to contribute to economic prosperity and find ways that we can work together. Um, the economic dimension, as we heard this morning, is really important, and it is a central piece of our bilateral relationship, and um, you know, it's growing every day. Um, some statistics that for those of you who are Mexico followers probably don't need to hear, but um, you know, the United States is Mexico's largest import and export partner um, market. Um, hundreds of thousands of people cross the border every day. Um, during the time of this next panel, we will trade $60 million in goods and services. Um, our daily trade total with Mexico is $1.5 billion. Um, that's millions of dollars in uh, trade and millions of jobs on both sides of the border. So I don't think the importance of Mexico can be overemphasized. Um, and economics is important, but what we do here in the border community um, a lot is, is we build community. We um, collaborate together, and we really um, are working to forge a cross-border community in a lot of different ways. One of the examples of cross-border communities is President Obama's 100,000 Strong in the Americas Initiative, which is an educational exchange initiative hoping to increase uh, or the number of uh, students from the United States of America to the hemisphere to 100,000 in each direction by the year 2020. It's a cooperative model that um, brings in the private sector, government, university partners. I, th I believe that UC San Diego has participated uh, with some grant in, in, um, in the 100,000 Strong Initiative. And, and it's really important because it, it's, it's working towards what we discuss in the high-level economic dialogue, which is, which is a building a modern workforce to try to, to create the workforce of the, of the 21st century that will contribute to both our economies. Um, besides um, commerce and uh, academic, we also work on um, building the infrastructure along the border that will facilitate uh, trade and uh, commerce between our two economies. Um, we've created uh, the 21st, 21st Century Border Initiative, Management Initiative in 2010. And we've, we've already had some successes. For those of you who were with us last night, we were at the Cross Border Express, which is an innovative public partnership that's going to increase trade uh, in travel between the United States and, and Mexico through the Tijuana Airport. Um, the San Ysidro Port of Entry is in the process of a $741 million expansion, which has already increased uh, capacity from 24 inspection booths to 46 booths, and will create, also involve greater expansion. Um, uh, Denise uh, Moreno uh, mentioned um, the Otay Mesa II 
which is, a, again, a very innovative partnership, public-private partnership, which, which will increase uh, cargo capacity along the Otay Mesa border. Um, in the next month or so, we're going to launch a pre-inspection facility in which CBP officials will provide pre-inspections for Mexican cargo northbound in Mexican ins- uh, facilities in the Otay Mesa area. So that's going to really facilitate uh, commerce across the border as well. So, uh, you know, you can see um, through the discussion how important uh, our shared border is, and we want to continue to cooperate. We work with the private sector. We want to encourage investment, joint research, um, partnership uh, to really create a modern uh, border that facilitates uh, the growth uh, and of both our economies and both our peoples. Um, Nothing new to you here in the room, but the value of the ideas and the energy and the innovation that come from both communities, from institutions like this and from discussions like this. Um, It's important for us, um, through uh, Remedios and my own efforts in our consulates, to harness that energy, to focus it, to get our federal governments involved and concentrated on really making the border um, as, as, as efficient as possible. To, to connect our communities are both cross, across both sides of the border. And I really look forward to the discussions well, we're going to have this afternoon. If they're of the same quality of this morning, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of great ideas. Um, because what, what our, our goal here and what my goal is, uh, is to really advance our bilateral relationship, economic prosperity, connections between people and communities uh, to further uh, economic and prosperity and the well-being of citizens on both sides of the border. Um, and I'm sorry, I just saw Melissa come in. Thank you, Melissa, for inviting me, and, and congratulations already on a terrific conference, and I look forward to hearing further discussion. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.